The Wrestling Nerds Radio Network presents Il Mayor. What's up? Okay, so this is where we're at. <clears throat> I, the Sussman Rick Sussman, the least technically inclined person in all of Team Hamethyst, is trying desperately to figure out how to use his phone as a portable camera and thus creating content. I am a content creator after all. Oh man, this is exactly where everyone wants to be, looking up at me like it's your worst porno view of all time. For that, I apologize. But the phone can only do so much, and if I go vertically, maybe that works. Hey, that's not so terrible. Then you get my glare of my fan, so let's try over here. At no point in time has Jesse Long figured out how to join us, but everyone else who's joining, fantastic. I am the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Welcome to the Read Files Twitter page. Hopefully I am being joined shortly by my cohort, one young Jesse Long, um, so that the Team Hamethyst can officially begin. But should we not? There is one thing that whether we do or we do not have an entire Power Hour episode today, I wanted to show off this shirt that Jesse made for me about a year ago, uh, and these cool new pants, by the way. But it says, her fight is my fight. And the reason for that is, today is the virtual MS walk. And the virtual MS walk, uh, it's normally a regular just MS walk. We go out to a park with a whole bunch of other people who have multiple sclerosis or family members or friends, um, and we do a big walk. It's just to raise awareness and to raise money and all this other good stuff in order to help people who are battling this disease. And as you may have figured out, my wife is one of those people. So if you want to participate in the virtual MS Walk Day, it's actually super duper easy and it's really, really cool. All you do is put on orange or put on something that has orange on it or maybe that is MS related and you just go for a walk. You can walk in your house. You can walk around your neighborhood. You can do whatever it is you need to do in order to maintain your social distancing, which is great. And from there, you should definitely just push, put the hashtag uh, virtual MS walk, I believe is the exact hashtag. In fact, because I can multitask using computer, using phone, computer, phone, computer, phone, ah! Uh, I believe it is the virtual, virtual MS walk was the hashtag and look it up, but there's a couple of different hashtags you can use. And all you got to do is just take a quick video of yourself walking <laughs> and then use the hashtag, um, which you can do from home, from work. Anyway. I've been working at home because of social distancing and trying to flatten the curve. And because of that, I'm sort of going a little nutty and trying to find more. Oh, Team Hamifist has joined. Well, that's good. I wonder if that means anything, though. Plus sign. Three, two, one. I figured it out before you, you shit. How the fuck did you figure that out? I don't know, but your video isn't working, so you're just the big TH Fist logo. That it's better than fired. me being sweaty in my garage. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Whatever. We figured it out. No, I figured it out. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't understand how you figured it out. Because what did I'm... you do? 
I went on Facebook Live, and then it said, invite someone. And I said, okay. And I invited you. And then I sat here and talked about the virtual MS walk today for five minutes, waiting on your stank ass to show up. Oh, it's pretty stanky. I'm in my garage, and my hair is about 12 shades of Ace Ventura. Oh, well. Yeah, so here's the fun thing is that I'm going to have to figure out how to get this fucking thing as an audio file later. That's going to be fun. Or if I may, Jesse, um, perhaps, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but perhaps we mm. just let this go. Maybe. But I'm here. So let's let's just roll with it. Okay. Well, just to finish my previous statement, it's hashtag virtual walk MS. So. That's all you need to know. There we go. I like to virtually walk. Um, so, Jesse, I'm on my uh-huh. phone, thus I don't have access to the notes. Believe it or not, I stole the iPad from my children, and I have the notes on my iPad. All right. Well, you can lead the way, then. There we go. Uh, the uh, the first topic, and I can, like, be, I don't even have to make eye contact anymore, because you can't even see me. Um, uh, so, uh, this week, we are... We're sponsored by social distancing, Rick. Oh, see, I went out and I bought more uh, more seltzer water. This is Polar here. Uh, All right. It is orange vanilla, and it is Ooh. not sponsoring us. But I got to tell you, I've had a few of these. This is like drinking like a water cream soda. Oh, geez. I actually really like it. It's very refreshing. Yeah, I've been drinking a lot of the, the lime watermelon ahas. Um, yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're pretty nice. As I'm getting older, I'm finding myself enjoying these things more and more, and I don't know why, but I do. I, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying um, having my kids and my wife um, try them because that's even more fun just to watch them go. <laughs> All right, um, rolling straight into Rassle Rassle talk. Um, yeah, go for it. Uh, uh, WrestleMania is going to be pre-taped. Has been pre-taped this year, Rick. Let let us discuss uh, the 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 ins and outs of the fact that um, uh, Orange County is on lockdown. So right. they had they tried to or they have uh, all reports say they have already. They they squeezed in as much mania as they could um, by by uh, it, in whatever it was, eleven p.m. Thursday night. Um, try to tape all of next week and WrestleMania, all that they were going to tape at the Performance Center, they actually, they did it, supposedly. Um, without Roman Reigns and a few other people. Yeah, well, that yeah, will happen. Um, Roman Reigns should not be in a situation that he could possibly die from, especially when pro wrestling already has that built into the tin. Yeah, I was going to say, he's already going to be in the ring with Goldberg. That's not good for his health anyway. <laughs> it, you know, like, I, it, if he wasn't going to get coronavirus, he was absolutely going to, you know, get dropped on his head from a shitty jackhammer. It's not even a jackhammer. It's just like the most extreme brain buster outside of Peruso there is. <laughs> It's just a straight lift. All up. right. Oh. Uh, so what? Do you, do you remember AJ Styles? <laughs> in in exactly. WCW original finish. Hmm. Well, no. What was it? The crash landing. Oh, jeez. It was a suplex where he just sort of pushed the guy out, oh. and he landed. You know, it took a. It was basically like 
you start in a suplex position, but you end up essentially taking a power bomb bump, and it was called oh, the crash God. landing. God, it's really cool when done right, but that's oh, basically sure what Goldberg's sure doing when it's, when it's done right. But just no, I can't imagine trying to take that. That sounds terrible. Well, you wouldn't take it anyway. You're not not a pro wrestler. No, 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 no. no that's true. No, I did take one bump. I've taken I've taken a couple bumps in my life. Uh, one was intentional. One was not. <laughs> well, you you had one of those two once. It was it was at Walmart. Um, <laughs> but uh, I tried to take uh, okay the the intentional bump was at uh, where any of us would have taken a bump, and that was at the Believe School back in the day before. And I was just like, all right, I'm a. I'm going to try to take a bump. And so I did it absolutely wrong. I did everything completely wrong. I didn't tuck my head. I didn't breathe out. I did everything wrong. And so I basically just, and that, that was, that was my bump. My other, my other bump was probably very superhuman esque, And I uh, tried to hop over like the little dividing rail from the ramp, like the the up ramp at Publix, and my foot caught it, and I just completely, completely tumbled and busted my ass. That that was. I, I stopped doing that after that. <laughs> I oh, luckily it, had enough wherewithal to go. I'm not going to do that again. I don't know if that's uh, smart, bad that you needed to learn it, but I guess good I, for you. Yeah, I I well, I was able to hop over it before. I was able to like clear it easily. It's just, and I guess I just stopped being able to clear it. But uh, so, what do you think, Rick, about uh, pre-tape mania and the fact that they're uh... okay? Let's 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 get it out of the way. No, they should not have done WrestleMania right now. Absolutely well, not. That's sort of that's sort of the thing, like. I like, uh, you know, I look back on it and I thought the, the I wasn't there shirt was cute. And I think what they were trying to do was fun. But at some point, we all have to recognize that life is not normal anymore. And it may not be for the foreseeable future. And we should probably be doing our best to just accept that and move forward. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing everything in our power to pretend that everything's fine, nothing's wrong here, we're all doing great. Yeah, all of us. Like, like if I had been forced to just stay at work and make t-shirts for the nobody that's not ordering t-shirts. Well, yeah, I mean, there's that, but there's also the, the, the sad reality that our country was always this close to the edge, and one bad thing happened, and nobody knows how to fucking deal with it. Um, you know, yeah. we all should be at home right now, enjoying the comfort of our own homes uh, and staying, you know, a good social distance away from everyone. But people still have work to do. They still have jobs to go to and things like that, um, whether cool. you're um, essential or not. And then the WWE, I sort of get it because, like, one, they wanted to be a content maker. Two, this is the biggest event of the year. Three, they wanted the show to go on. Four, if they don't do it now, when are they going to? Yeah, they um, might never. Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely get all of that. But on the same token, I wonder, as I wondered three weeks ago when I made this prediction that I said this is not going to happen, or was it four weeks ago? I don't remember anymore. The days. I wonder right. if yeah. it just better served to just let it go. And I don't know if anyone's I, ready. For- 
I yeah, I, that that's the interesting. I yeah, I don't know if anybody's ready for it. It's but if I I think they're taking the if not now when approach. Like like the idea had that had been floated around was that they were gonna wait till June and do like some sort of big show in Madison Square Garden. But who's to say they'll be able to do it in June? Who's to say they'd be able to do it in November? Who's to say they'll ever be able to do a live event with fans ever again? It, not, uh, you know, that's very, well, very the good, negative. But. The good news is that they will be able to do a live event with fans sometime in the future. It's just whether or not 3% of the entire world's population has died by then. Well, yeah, that's mostly the, 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 the NXT and Raw demographic that, that <laughs> the problem is. Don't, so. don't forget, everyone, that if the entire world gets uh, coronavirus, you know, that's, uh, what, 7 billion people. Uh, here, we'll do some quick math. Um, so world, it's coronavirus. That's 7, let's see, that's 7 billion times 0.03. That's only 210 million people dying. So it's fine. Once, I don't know any of those people. Once we lose 210 million people, then everyone will have had it. Those who are dead will have been dead. And, you know, we can go back to watching Raw with real fans. And I think that's much easier of an outlook. You know, it'd be much easier to get WrestleMania tickets if, you know, 210 million people have died. Right. Right. So, So basically, if the continental United States just up and dies, um, it's going to be hard to get fans to shows because you'll have to fly in some new ones. But you know, once we get once we get past that small issue, that well, you know, there's probably still going to be a travel ban, though. So, well, yeah, but it'll be traveling. It'll be other countries telling people not to go to the U.S. because it's a dead well. Zone. It really, it's probably. I think at that point they should just move Raw and SmackDown to Mar-a-Lago, and then only Vince McMahon. Now, well, and- no, no, no. I think they should just move uh, and just go with NXT UK as like the real home. Like that's, that's the yeah, real that's w- the show. <laughs> that's the only show. Yeah, exactly. That like that that's the that's the that's the fallout world that we live in where, you know, all the other wrestling shows collapse except for NXT UK and there's just Balter just standing there just like I knew I was right. But um I I am so what do you think about like the, well there's also the 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 fact that since WrestleMania ha- is was has been pre-taped that there's talk that they're going to have some more uh, cinematic or very pre-taped segments to it, like 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 seen it. I'll do you. I'll do, have... I'll do. I'll do you one better. Why don't we just pretend for a little while that pro wrestling is just a regular TV show? I I'm I'm fine with that. Just green screen in uh, the not the fans, but just green screen in walls and pretend that this is just. The, the fight is just what happens between two people uh, after, you know, a build or whatever. You can do this very easily. You just shift the direction of the programming and don't make it fan-centric. Like, yeah. Well, I feel like in, in some ways they've been doing – it's interesting to watch these shows sort of fit towards that. Like, AEW's done a fairly decent job of, of – of, making it work without fans there at least you know and also sort of playing with the fact that there aren't fans there um like having like the bad guys that you know at ringside being dicks 
Um, I think like in this past week, Sammy Guevara had like drawings of people sitting at ringside and he tried to like make out with a drawing of Randy Rhodes. Um, various like shit like that. And then I, I will say WWE, they, they decided to not have the hard cam point directly at empty chairs and probably good start. Yeah, exactly. So they, I, 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 I'm envisioning this pre-taped WrestleMania with all these like goofy, pre-taped segments like the Firefly Funhouse match, which is all but confirmed, and they've confirmed a Boneyard match. I'm I'm imagining all these, like, goofy-ass Lucha Underground-style matches, and I... There's part of me that's absolutely in love with that. I would... I will giddily watch these ridiculous, almost, ironically, Matt Hardy-esque things. You know, but it's WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the good matches will happen to the performance center. Like you're going to get Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan. I can't be like, you know, I want to, I want to be super negative and snarky and like, but you know, we're also going to get Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Like, can I really be mad? You know, I can be mad because I don't think now's the time for any of this. I think I, I appreciate I appreciate them trying to give us content and help us get past this insanity. I think that's great. But I also don't necessarily know if now is necessarily the time. Oh, like, no. I, I completely the idea, agree it's not the time. I completely agree. I love the idea of them the releasing time. all of the WrestleManias onto ESPN. I think that's brilliant. I think that's well done. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know where I am right now in terms of how I feel about all of this though am I am I up on it do I think it's great that they're trying content like we had friends who just wrestled at a uh, no peace underground show um uh, that was live on twitch and you know I'm watching it and it's cool and I'm also thinking to myself is this worth it is this good are we putting ourselves at risk like uh Sawyer Rex who's a buddy she got a pretty nasty, a really nasty cut on her shoulder that required a lot of stitches. And I'm like, oh, that, that's bad. What a badass. Like, damn. Like, she, she got the shit beat out of her. Her and Alex Ocean tried to kill each other. That, and, then I'm, and, then, and then I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but some EMT had to, like, stitch her up. And do we need to be using EMTs to stitch people up right now when they don't have to be? Like, there's a lot that- of meat right now that is very... I'm not too sure what to make of any of this. I don't know how to feel. Yeah, no, I, I understand. It's that, like, right, I'm not ready to just watch wrestling right now. I just don't necessarily think that it's a good time to watch new wrestling right now. Maybe we just watch stuff that's already available. We go back and we enjoy what we can. Like, nobody complains about, oh, man, I... Uh, you know, you don't hear people saying, I wish Netflix would give me more new content. You just say, hey, I've been watching The House for the last eight months, or I went back and I rewatched all of uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, or whatever the case may yeah. be. So why can't we just do that with wrestling? And if for, you know, on the other side of the coin, for the independent wrestlers, fucking buy their shirts if you can do it. If you were going to go to Effie's Big Gay Brunch and you, you got your 20 bucks back, buy a shirt. Um, no, I agree with that. I don't know. It, it We are... We are very much in a in a situation that no one has ever seen or been a part of before. So I don't know how to feel about it because, well, quite frankly, I don't know. What yeah. else you got? 
Um, I was going to say, do we want to talk about the fact that uh, Brody Lee is a parody of Vince McMahon at AEW, um, and he won't let I'm his let you other members of the Dark Order sneeze? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Yes. I don't care. Okay, there we go. I figured you wouldn't. That I, I, I figured that was going to be the, the extent of our segment. Um, I, I'm what, gonna, well, I mean, honestly, what do you what do you want me to say to that? No, no, there isn't much to say. I mean, I'm I'm personally glad that they are there. That you know, both Brody and Matt have found their you know their their safe haven in the storm of you know they they've served, they've weathered the storm of Vince McMahon, and now they're in you know the the you know they're in their magical playground where they can you know do what they want and blah 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 blah. That's I'm happy for them. I'm yeah. I I would love to see this. I wish it was in front of people. Like the, the, I'm watching like Matt. That, yeah, so, you. so our friends over at what culture, and I say our friends, like they give a shit that we exist, but our friends over at what culture is specifically Simon. We're Miller. colleagues. We're all, we're all, we're all colleagues. We're, yeah. They stole our ideas. Um, yeah. we, um, Simon Miller had this great line where he, he gave the big reveal of Matt Hardy being an AEW a down because there are no fans there to go ballistic for it. And yeah. he said, it's not their fault. It's not anyone's fault. It just is what it is. And I was like, yeah, no. But then I thought about it. I'm like, wouldn't if this wouldn't this just have been better to just wait? You know, let's assume that this all blows over in the longest time period is a year from now. Let's just put yeah. everything on pause for a year. Make sure that millions of people don't die, and then we can actually have these giant reveals, and it would be crazy fun. No, I agree with that. I I, I think that that is a a a a good option. I. I I don't think wrestling will ever pause. I don't think wrestling knows how to pause. I, I think wrestling is a shark, and I, or at least wrestling thinks it's a shark, and then if it ever stops, it just dies. It, it's, it's afraid that it will. I, I don't think that it actually would. I think it would be just fine if, taking if it off season. NBA, if the Major League Baseball, if the NHL, which is in the NHL, but if, if the <laughs> NFL, if college basketball, if all these other industries can look around and go, we'll be back, then the biggest wrestling promotion on God's creation could probably pull it off. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that wrestling needs to be pulling a crusty from the, from the bunker. Oh, good reference. Took me yeah. a minute, but that was good. And, and, uh, was good. And, and circling back around to what culture stealing our ideas. I, I do want to say, maybe it's just particularly right now, but you look like David Starr and Adam Pacitti had a baby. David Starr and who? Adam Pacitti. Adam Pacitti. It's not. It's not. It's not a. It's not a dick. It's a compliment. I don't know if that's a good look. I don't know if it's a bad <laughs> look. I don't know if that's a good look. Jewish Adam Pacitti. Yeah, I don't know if that's good or. All right, let's All move right, along, Jesse. We don't let's, have a lot. Let's move along. We got started um, way late, so let's move through the show. Yeah. Um. I would say. Uh. I have not. I was. We would. Had I watched Picard last night, but the wife was too tired to watch it, so I didn't watch it. If you want to just, if I just let me, I'll back up. Not that you can see me, I'll back up and I'll just let you just. I'll just do. I'll do a spoiler-free review. I'll do a spoiler-free review. Give give me, give me the the elevator pitch on uh, the Picard season finale. So it's hard. It's hard to just go with the season finale as the only thing worth you know the only thing worth discussing or talking about. Um, but I'm actually going to take. Um, my those two jerks, brother and Tom, his wife had the best take on Picard that I ever heard, and I have to agree with it. Um, 
Star Trek Picard could have easily been the last two episodes only for the entire series, and it would have been great. <laughs> okay. Um, I loved watching it because I'm like, oh, it's Star Trek, yay! But then yeah. after I watched the season finale, and I thought, oh man, that was amazing, and you know, there was a lot of lot of really tough moments in it, a lot of a lot of stories wrapping up and things like that. Um, I, uh, I I got that message from my buddy Tom, and I was thinking about it. Jesse, what happened in episode one? Uh, the, 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 the chick got murdered and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to ask you a better question. What happened? What happened in episode three? Oh shit. I have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) So am I happy card was on the air 100%. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Give it to me more. Where is season two? I need it now. Um, yeah. that said, yeah, I guess this probably could have just been a two hour movie and I would have been totally okay with that. No, well, and, it, and I think I said it on the show. It was that the show did feel kind of just like a start. It felt like a next generation movie. It didn't feel like the next yeah. generation show. It felt like, you know, first contact or nemesis or, you know, one of those kinds of movies. I, I absolutely loved it. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say that I didn't get, you know, kind of teary eyed when it's just, you know, Picard and Riker just sitting there being old men and, you know, being, you know, old bros that just love each other. And, you know, I'm, I, I obviously I marked the fuck out for seven of nine because it's, you know, seven of nine and seven of nine being like a badass mercenary, like awesome. Great. Yes. But yeah, it definitely just felt like a really long movie. <laughs> A really long movie. I love. So, yeah, I loved it. I can't wait for season two. Um, the season finale was very tough um, for a lot of reasons, and when you check it out, you'll understand. But it was yeah. great. I look forward to more. And now I'm just sort of sitting here waiting. Uh, you know, where is my Discovery season three? Let's let's fucking go already. Come on, come on. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the next thing that I do. Is I'm we're gonna we we started watching the first few episodes of Discovery when it first came out. And it just it just didn't hook us, but knowing that it gets better, I think that'll it, keep uh, us season around. one's pretty good. Season two is nuts, um, and then season two is really good because it's all about Spock. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I, I think that was the that's when like I like I'm the fish and I see the bait off in the distance, like finding out what happens at the end of season one. Like the big thing that happens at the end of season one, I was like, oh oh, what's that? I'm okay. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start nibbling at that at that at that worm. Um but yeah, Malfoy's so gonna mouth Exactly. Um uh I'm going to uh we're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna we're gonna de- dive into a little bit of uh read pile those two jerks territory and so your your great internet friend Gail Simone has apparently uh laid the groundwork for a DC Marvel crossover. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I seem. Everyone has been told pencils down at this point, though. Like, you know that, oh, right? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I did, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. The comic book industry is officially on hold right now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, yeah, no, she was saying, like, when they all come back. Right. So, come on, dude. She's, she's yeah. just being Gale. Oh, but what, what's your what's your, I, what's well, your point? What are you getting at? No, I'm saying I mean, it, it's fun to speculate. It is, of course, it's all speculation. That's half of what podcasts okay. are. Sure, 
Sure. Um, yes. I, I, does the does the notion of a DC Marvel crossover disregarding the fact that Disney will probably just buy DC eventually within the next couple of years anyway? Does that tickle your fancy? Does it make you want to no. go? No. no, no, not at all. <laughs> no. Explain why. Um, I remember the '90s, and unlike other people who I know, everything from my childhood does not bring back pure positivity. Like I love Dark Claw. I love the you know the continuing adventures of Dark Claw and all that stuff. But I also have those comics still, and I've read them, and they're trash. They are absolute. Spider Boy is fucking garbage. I loved it. I think it's cool, but it is fucking garbage. Um, you're not you're not sitting here waiting for a Dark Claw Disney Plus series. No, I'm really not. <laughs> I love the idea that the the writers and the artists are all super jazzed and pumped about it. I think that's great. But I remember these things. I I could probably fish one out of my giant pile of comics if I really truly wanted to. I could go through that mess and find you some of the amalgam comics. I right. could find you bullet bracelets. I could find you Amazon. I could find. I mean, I know so many of them just off the top of my head. Um. I could find you Doctor Strange, which was a combination <laughs> of Doctor Strange and uh, um, what's his face, Doctor Fate. So oh, you know, that sounds terrible. It was cool. It was very cool. Uh, there was a lot. I mean, look, I love Elseworld stories, and everyone should because oh. it's an opportunity for it's an opportunity for um, writers and artists to go nuts and have fun. Uh, I love that Gail was the one who started this because she's amazing. But am I really true? Like, here's here's where we're at. And I've been saying this for years now on the read pile, on those two jerks, on this show. People love to talk about how cool it would be on Twitter to do this. Because when I say something, I get likes and follows. And I like getting likes and follows. And I like getting retweets. If someone brought Dark Claw, like Steve Orlando wants to write Amazon. If a Steve Orlando written Amazon story came out. I would go by that. I love Steve Orlando. I love his writing. I love that he, you know, reps the Orlando area whenever he's in town. I love all that. But can you tell me that the majority of comic book readers and writers would want to go out and buy these books? I don't know anymore. So do I think it's cool? Sure, it's great to talk about. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't think it should ever happen. I think we need to remember that the things that we we cherished as kids are kind of crap. And that's every uh, general. That's not I, me. I, that's I, Literally every As generation. you're saying this, I feel like maybe it would just be better served as if they came out with just like a poster book. Right, right. And then it would go, oh, look at that. Oh, yeah, hey. just like a big, huge splash page of Dark Claw versus Spider Boy. And, you know, there we go. I, I, the writers been, are kind of fucked, but, you know, at least it'll look cool on your wall. Yeah, well, I've been more excited by some of the newer books like, you know, East of West and saga of course and yeah, over in marvel there you know the 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 house of uh house of x storyline with it's been nothing short of incredible but everyone loves to talk about what it was that when they were a kid that was great and i'm always the one over here in the corner going was it though are you just misremembering maybe <laughs> or are you just trying to hope that the things that you liked as a kid still matter today because they don't um, I do feel like looking at if Marvel and DC ever decided, like, yeah, we're going to do this. This is going to be great. We're going to do it. It would be an awful lot like if WWE and AEW randomly were like, yeah, we're going to do this. It's going to it's gonna happen. And then they're all sitting in the room. They're like, 
okay, but who wins though? And then it it doesn't it like you know Disney's never gonna say, oh yeah, well Batman should definitely win. The Marvel versus DC crossover was really cool, and I loved it at the time. But I also think that it was done. I don't think we need to do it again. And I also think that it's all a moot point because it's 2020, and by 2024, Disney will just own DC. Yeah, I that yeah, I, I'm reading. You know, like oh, Gail's is blah blah blah. She's doing all this, and I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's a, it's not going to be much of a crossover when they're owned by the same people. Yeah, then it's just an then it's just an issue. Which, by yeah. the way, that used to happen all the time in the 70s and the 80s. Um, Spider-Man and Batman have met many times. Yeah. Hulk, you know, Superman have met many times. This happened time and time again. Crossover events happened all the time. Yeah, um, it wasn't just Amalgam Comics. No, very famously. Or JLA Avengers. Yeah, very famously, uh, there's Teen Titans X-Men that happened. And mm. uh, equally, well, maybe not equally as famous, or maybe more famous, depending on how you look at it. Batman and Spawn was probably the most recent uh, crossover oh. between a major publisher, Mar- uh, Bat- DC, and an indie publisher, indie, uh, Image. But the indie publishers do crossover events all the time. Chew well, of course, yeah. At like six crossover events. Yeah. So, um, there. All right. Uh, I don't know if we want to just talk about how the world's falling apart. Um, I feel like we've nope. probably already touched on that a lot. Uh, I-, I had it in the notes as this episode of Black Mirror sucks. It does. I agree. It Move does. on. I'm moving on. Um, I believe that we, you know, we've gotten to the third round, Rick. Um, what's pissing you off? Um, more than anything this week, what's pissing me off is people not doing their part. Um, I've been stuck inside quite literally for about three weeks, only venturing to the great uh, unknown of the world outside of my door. Uh, to do food shopping and get essentials and then come right back. And it bothers me that there are people out there for any particular reason, whether they think it's not that big a deal, whether they think they're immune, whether they just don't care, of any age group, of any intelligence level that have decided that these, you know, self-isolation tactics are only good for the goose, but not good for the gander. Uh, And it is frustrating as hell. Um, I, I, I mentioned this, um, with the simple fact that my mother, you know, God love her. She leaves her house every day to walk to, uh, a seven 11 because that's the only exercise she gets, um, outside <laughs> of her house. And I think I understand it, but also on the same token, just stay inside. It's just stay inside. Yeah. Um, do your, do your best part to make this go away as quickly as possible. That's the other side of the coin. If we all just banded together and just did what we could to make this go away, it would go away much faster. But that's not happening. But that's what's pissing me off. People need to do more to do to help out. Yeah, and I Jesse, what, what what is um, it that's pissing you off? I, I, it's very petty. Um, I will, it, it, which is fine. I think that's you know part of part and parcel for what's pissing you off. Um, it is the um automated system for uh AT&T when you're on hold <laughs> like that continue um so this has happened twice so uh i i'm not going to say it too loud cuz i am in the same building as my child but i have been a- attempting to get a, a a cellular device for my child for her birthday um and um i just for whatever reason i've had to be on hold with AT&T multiple times cuz I'm not 100% sure that order's actually going to happen. Um, <laughs> but um, 
both times I have been on hold for over two hours. And the first time I actually got through to somebody last night, I was on hold again. Um, and I, and I just got, I got fed up and I hung up, but during that entire process, every, and I timed it every 45 seconds, they said, we appreciate your patience and when <laughs> someone will get to you as soon as possible. And when it's every 45 seconds for two and a half hours, it really wears on your patience, Rick. And, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's what's pissing yeah. me off the 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 automated that automated bitch who keeps on thanking me for my patience I it was like, like that. it it was good. like it was like chinese water torture that's pretty good i gotta tell All you right. that's pretty good what did you learn um this week i learned that um if i really wanted to i could just i could just never leave my entire <laughs> All in here. Just, yeah. just that, just your blue room. That's it. That's it. Jesse, what did you learn? Um, I learned uh, that I'm terrible at Fire Pro Wrestling. I uh, I, I I made purchase of it because it was on sale, and I wanted to play some semblance of a wrestling game. It certainly wasn't going to be a WWE game, but play a, uh, a a wrestling game just during this downtime and. Um, I, I am I am terrible at it. I have not won a single match yet. I uh, I really thought I I had it. I was really convinced. I was like, oh okay. So I'm gonna play as Kota Ibushi and I'm gonna play against one of the generic people. One of the one of the generic people that was like preloaded in the game before they added the New Japan guys. And I'm gonna play a landmine death match. And I was like, no, I got this. I got this. I've definitely like Kota Ibushi. Come on. Kota Ibushi in a landmine death match against some jobber that looks like if uh, that face that, that really honestly kind of looked like somebody you would make. Um, it, it was it looked like Ric Flair and he was purple and he did MMA shit. Um, and it, it, yeah, um, I think his name was Blood Angel, too, which is really like it, it's 100 percent Rick. Um, and, and and I I I I couldn't even. I couldn't even beat Blood Angel, Rick. I'm that bad. And I think the game is on. I think I set the computer down to like the, the, the numerical equivalent of Bunny Hill. And I, it's, <laughs> I, it's mm-mm, just, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm really bad at the game, Rick. I gathered. I gathered. I'm going to have to get one of my kids playing it just so I can beat them. Just so I can beat somebody. <laughs> Just well, what if they beat you though? Is that it? Are you just gonna? Oh, just... oh no! My my six year old child whoops my ass at Super Smash Brothers every single solitary time, and it makes me want to just take my switch and snap it over my knee. Smart, smart. Right, Jesse, yeah. uh, I'm I'm getting ready to go do the uh, hashtag virtual walk MS. So, um, what do you want to tag in before we get out of here? Uh, I think we just get our shit in. Um, I you can. If if you're if you're listening, I think there's three people watching right now, and I I thank all those three viewers. I think all those two other viewers, if one of them's me. Um, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at Team Hamifist T E A M H A M M A F I S T. You can follow Rick at the Read File, which is where you're watching this right now. Uh, hope to God that I can pull the audio off of this, and it'll end up on SoundCloud and Spotify and Apple things and wherever the hell you can listen to things. Um, you can, uh, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash th fist or facebook.com slash the 
WNRN. You follow the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network on Twitter at BWNRN. You follow the IndyCast at the IndyCast, I-N-D-Y-K-A-S-T. Follow This Makes No Sense podcast at TMNS podcast. Uh, follow the internet title at the internet title or at internet title. Um, buy our shit from Fully Gimmicked and 32176 shirts. Good work, Jesse. Well, we this go. was fun. Let's try and do this not so terribly next time. I am the yes. Sussman Rick Sussman. The floating orb in the corner has been the uh, American dad-ass Jesse Long. And, we are in that all isn't that true, even if I am there though, the floating orb in the corner. I, I just want to thank you for ruining our outro, thus making this a true show. Jesse Long, until next time, thank you. Oh, that's a hot set of bullshit titties. Hot set of bullshit titties. That's a hot set of bullshit titties. That is a hot set of bullshit titties. That's a hot set of bullshit titties.